we are going to worship the Lord today. The topic is God's reign. And if you are able, go to the website vchurch.us, go to the tab bulletins and download the bulletin, or you can just use the camera with the QR code. For those who are willing to give to the Lord, supporting our ministry, we invite you to go to the browser of your computer or phone and type vchurch.us forward slash give. Or you can also send a text message 432-268-0007. The system will take you through. God's reign is the topic of this morning, and we will start by reading the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Faithfully obey my laws, and I will send rain to make your crops grow and your trees produce fruit. Leviticus 26, verses 3 and 4. The reign of God our Lord. Many of you know exactly how the rain works. As you know, the, the water, when receives the sun and is heated, evaporates and it starts to, to accumulate in the sky through clouds. All those drops, water drops, are in a group until they are so heavy that they come down in the shape of rain or even snow. Once the water is on earth, they go through rivers and lakes, go back to the ocean, and the whole process starts all over again. We know this as the cycle of water. In the four stages, evaporation, condensation, precipitation, and collection. The reign of God our Lord. It's a beautiful cycle, you know. We discussed this, the evaporation, the condensation, the precipitation, and the collection. This is, by the way, the Ruidoso River in New Mexico. And from here today to everybody, thank you so much for watching and connecting with Victory Church. Most of us are familiar with the term H2O, which in his liquid shape, we call it water. In his gas shape, it's vapor. And in his solid state, we call it ice. Do you know that the terrain determines when it rains? It is interesting. Certain terrains are more proclaimed to receive rain more often than other terrains. Now, as you know, sometimes is when uh, two front airs, frontal airs, hit one another, cool and warm frontal air, they collapse, and then also is when you can experience rain. On the other hand, wind always will affect the rain and everything else. Interesting, do you know that wind moves sand to fertilize all the earth? And at the same time, through wind is that how the rain waters the earth. What we know, it's a beautiful cycle. The water works in a cycle for the preservation of life. Have you ever thought about the rainbow? A beautiful rainbow. Oh, it's one of the most beautiful things that we can see. Water is involved in that. Made by God. If we go back to the scripture, my friend. Faithfully obey my laws, says the Lord. And I will send rain to make your crops grow and your trees produce fruit. You know, a lot of people have an issue with the creation. 
As you may know, in the chapter number one of the book of Genesis, Moses describes God's creation in six days. Now, you have to understand, they are not human days. There are proofs and many evidence stating that the creation of Earth, it, it goes after millions of years. We don't have an issue with science because what we know is that science confirms the wonders of God. So we are not afraid of science. But you have to understand this. God created heaven and earth. And part of the things that he created was the rain, as I explained to you earlier. And there is no reason for you to be concerned about it. Okay? Now, today I want to share with you four biblical examples of God's rain. You will love it. So, let's start with the first example. The first one is the flood. You know that in Genesis chapter 5, all the way through 9, we find the story of Noah. Noah was chosen by God because Noah believed in God and believed Him and lived a righteous life. When you are thinking of the rain and how the rain actually is a blessing from God, and then you go to the first example of rain in the Bible, which is the flood. You wonder, why is that? Well, you know what was happening in the days of Noah. It sounds some, somehow like current days where people are doing a lot of bad stuff everywhere. There is evil everywhere. And the Lord God was tired of that. At that point, his decision was to preserve humankind through Noah. But why Noah? I would like you to think for a moment why Noah is a key person in this process. It's because Noah believed God and believed in God. The Lord spoke to Noah. He heard his voice. He listened to God. But at the same time, he lived a righteous life. You know that in these days, there are many people that are like Noah. Maybe you are one of those. You hear the voice of the Lord. You hear the preaching of the word. You listen carefully what the Lord is, is telling you. And you take that into consideration in your life. And you apply that. You become obedient. And then you live a righteous life. But we know that we are righteous not because we precisely are impeccable in our behavior and in our decisions. We are righteous because the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, that is the thing that washes our sins away. And that is a great thing for all of us to appreciate every day. The blessing of being saved. Guess what? If you are listening to the Lord and you have that righteous life, the Lord might select you to save people because there are going to be crises still and will come more similar to the flood. And a lot of people are going to, are going to die and they may go to you know where if they die without salvation in, in their lives. But what about you and I committing to the Lord saying, I want to do something for others. 
do you do things for others my friend or you are the kind of person that you just take care of your own businesses and, and you just ignore the rest it is it is very important that you see your life as a key participant in the processes of God the second example is the the case that the first book of Kings chapter 18 describes something amazing that happened to Elijah you know Elijah was chosen by God because Elijah believed him and spoke God's word so here's something even more interesting is someone like you and I we listen and believe God's word but then we speak God's word Elijah did that for other people he spoke and actually there were many people that became his enemies because he spoke God's word. You are wondering why some people reject you or some people don't like to be around you or why even they don't want to be friends with you or hang out with you sometimes. Well, you know what? The Holy Spirit is moving you to a new life and that moves you to grow spiritually. You start to understand things and certain things are being removed from your sight you are able to see things and you say i don't like this kind of behavior i don't like that kind of company and then you speak god's word because they will ask you why you are not doing this why are not behaving this other way and you just say because the lord god is transforming me you know he saved me and then you speak god's word elijah did that the enemies came to attack him but in one occasion there was precisely a season and you can read it the whole chapter 18 because it's wonderful but there was a moment where there was no rain and Elijah prayed he prayed and sent to one of his servants to check because they were in a mount and said go and check if there is any clouds if you see that we will have rain and the servant said no six times he said no the seventh time finally he came back and said you know what elijah i see farther there in the sky a little little cloud like the fist barely you can see it in the sky isn't it beautiful this is the second example of the rain in the bible that i'm giving you the third example that i that i want to share with you today it's about jonah It's the big fish you can read his whole story in the Bible, Jonah chapters 1 through 4. Jonah was chosen by God, but none, not like in the previous cases where they were great examples. No, here is a little bit different. <laughs> Jonah was chosen by God to set an example of a reluctant obedience to God. Isn't it sad? Sometimes that is the case though of many believers. They do believe and they want to obey God, but they are so reluctant. <laughs> they know they have to do certain things. Well, Jonah was one of those and said, okay. Initially, he said, I'm not going to do it. So he left, get into a boat. And when there is, when they, he is in the boat, on the boat with the rest of people, there was a storm. And the rain begin and everyone is freaking out thinking what's going on 
sailors they believe in luck <laughs> they believe in this kind of stuff and they said who brought us bad luck and here is Jonah hidden and one of the guys said to, you, to him you don't fear death you need to pray to God to your God because we all are praying to our gods to save us Jonah said no the reason why you are in trouble is because of me have you ever thought that maybe sometimes there are situations around us that is all our fault because we are not doing what the Lord wants us to do? We simply disobey like Jonah did. And sometimes we are reluctant to. You know what happened? Jonah was uh, swallowed by a big fish. Three days later, he get out of the fish and then he is in, in the town where he needed to preach. And I mean, the whole story of Jonah is it's so interesting because you will see there how reluctant he was to obey God. The whole story tells us that sometimes not being willing to obey God or being reluctant to obey God will bring not good things for us, my friend. The fourth example is the case that the, the Bible tells us in the book of Acts, chapters 27 and 28, is Paul. He was sent with many other prisoners to face a trial. During the process, there was a storm. Again, the clouds, the wind, the rain, and then they are in trouble. Paul, although was there knowing that he needed to to go to Rome to testify and be in a trial with uh, other prisoners going to the same destination. He said to the people in the boat, don't be frightened. We are going to make it. And he said this, I prayed. And the Lord said to me that I will be presenting my case in the trial. The Lord spoke directly to Paul to a, a, in a very specific situation. And, and you know what happened? They got saved. It was a miracle. Nobody died. And the, guard, the guards wanted to kill the rest of the prisoners, but Paul said, no, don't do it. It is so interesting, my friend, how the rain that we are describing, the rain of God, sometimes comes for a test now in this initial part of this test Paul was a victorious person they survived they are in a in an island Malta and as soon as they are in the shore there is a little fire there that they have because they are all wet and all and cold and guess what happened there is a snake there and all the people that saw that said oh this guy Paul probably he has a curse there is something wrong that he has done because now even though he he didn't die in the storm in the shipwreck he's gonna die because of this snake well Paul just take his hand like that nothing happened to him now all these people for several days were watching they wanted to see if he died if he will get sick or something isn't it interesting and nothing wrong happened to Paul. 
the Lord saved him and preserved his life. As a matter of fact, immediately after that, there was someone that was sick and Paul went there and prayed for this person and got healed. The storm, the shipwreck, the rain, these horrible circumstances brought to Paul to a point where he was able to testify, minister, and heal somebody. And then now everybody is like, wow, you are like a god. People will pay attention to you probably not the first day that you show faith during, during your trials, my friend. Not even through the first months of your new walk in the Lord. You can share with people and say, you know what? For the last year I have been listening to this preacher. For the last two years I am going to church on and off and uh, you know, I like it. And people might pay attention to you eventually. But when they see you going through the difficulties and they see that you are the real deal, then they will pay attention to you. That's the rain that God can bring sometimes to us. Next Sunday, November 29th, I will be talking about the case of Peter versus Judas. You will love that message. We hope to see you here. My friend, God will use the rain and the storms for His purposes. Perhaps you are going through a huge storm in these days. You don't understand why all these problems and difficulties. And you probably think, why me? <laughs> I have news for you. It's raining everywhere. There is a storm everywhere. All of us are being affected. But you know what is interesting? That God will use the rain and the storms for his purposes. And guess what? Those purposes some for a particular person and also for a group. A group that could be a community, a city, a state, a country. The Lord will use the rain and the storms when he has a plan. And he has always a purpose in our lives. So stop wondering if God loves you or if he doesn't care for you or if he is mad at you. You need to stop wondering about it and just say, you know, Lord, you have a purpose and I want to understand that purpose. And that is what you really need to see. You remember that I explained to you at the beginning about the four stages in this water cycle. And we talk about the evaporation. The evaporation comes when there is heat. And you know very well that heat represents problems. Here we go. Stage number one, heat and problems. Stage number two, we said the water evaporates and goes and get all these water drops together in the clouds, condensation. You know, the water drops that get together out there and they form the clouds. They are grouping. So when you are going through difficulties and problems, you understand that something is happening what you need to do is to get together with a group of believers. Don't get us isolated. That's a classic mistake of many people. It's very classic to see that. They want to be on, your, on their own. They don't want to talk to anybody. They feel that nobody will understand them. Mistake, my friend. 
you get together with the group of believers. Here in Victory Church, we are doing now Bible studies online where everyone can participate. We are using an app. For now, we are using Skype. Eventually, we can move to another platform, but for now, we are fine. We are meeting. We talk. We discuss. There are questions, prayer requests. We share what's going on in our group. Some of them, they turn on their cameras and microphones, others don't. They just want to listen and, and pay attention to the study. Grouping. There are opportunities today to get together even in, in, a, in the form of a virtual meeting with your friends. Take advantage of this kind of situations because it's important. Now, the third thing I told you is once all the water drops are together in the clouds, the, the weight are going to bring them down. That is called precipitation. And we know sometimes it's ice, snow, water, rain, right? So what is that? What is the meaning of the precipitation? Is solutions. Solutions are going to come to your life after you go through the heat of the problem and then you get together with your friends, people that are wise, pray together. You share with your friends what is going on in your life and you say, you know what? Maybe that's a great idea. Try it. Solutions. After you find good advice with friends. And finally, you know, once the rain and the water is on earth, through rivers like this little one, beautiful Ruidoso River, eventually the water gets collected again and goes to the oceans and the cycle will start all over again. What is the meaning of collection? The meaning of collection is that you need to focus in the future on behalf of everyone. You know, this river, which is going down, this water is not for the river. <laughs> Do you understand? The, the river is cooperating with the rest of the rivers. It's part of a cycle. You need to understand that whatever you are going through is not just for you. The problem you are going through it's teaching you something, showing you something. You need to focus in the future on behalf of, it, of everyone. Because I'm going to tell you this. Once you go through all these difficulties in life and you learn important lessons, then you are going to be so useful in the hands of the Lord for the behalf of many people. Do it, my friend. Would you like to join the family of God today? Would you like to give your life to the good Lord God Almighty? You know what? Leviticus 26, 3, 4 said, Faithfully obey my laws, and I will send rain to make your crops grow and your trees produce fruit. The key in order to be fruitful and blessed is to listen to the word of God and obey it faithfully. Faithfully. You need to become so faithful with the good Lord and you will see a big difference in your life. Now, if you have never given your life to the good Lord God Almighty, I invite you today. Romans chapter 10 verse 9 declares, If you openly say Jesus is my Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from death, you will be saved. You will be saved, my friend. I invite you today to give your, your life to the good Lord. So, today, 
is a great opportunity for you to say a prayer. It's on the screen. Read it with me. Dear God, I need your help. I need to find a way to believe. I would love to believe like others can. Help me, God. I am so sorry. Please forgive me. You are the only one that is certain in life. You are my God. I open my heart to you, Lord. I confess my sins before you. I need to change. I want to obey you and trust you and serve you forever, my Lord. Starting today, I want to see life and people exactly as you do. Please help me, Lord. My dear friend, keep trusting in the name of Jesus. This gorgeous cross is the beginning of your, of your blessings and my blessings. What if you say with me, I am forgiven and saved by faith in Jesus. Therefore, I can also declare, my life is going to be great and blessed this year 2020. Thank you so much for connecting today with Victory Church. You are blessed in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I wish you a beautiful rest of your Sunday in the name of Victory Church and in the name of my wife Tracy and I, we say to you many blessings, friends. We see you next time. Anytime temptation comes and someone stands to fight, anytime somebody lives to serve and not be served, I know, I know, I know, I know. Thank you for watching Victory Church. Please feel free to contact us. Our email address is info at vchurch.us and our phone number is 432-614-9798.